If you really knew me, 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 you would know. Hey, who are you? Who, me? Yeah, you. It's Monday! Hello, and welcome to another edition of If You Knew Me Monday, a podcast to help you start your week off with a new piece of Park Day Perspective. Say what? I'm your host and Park Day Director of Equity and Inclusion, Arjuna Saeed. Every episode, we sit down with different members of our community to help us learn more about who they are beyond what we see. Today, we'll be interviewing a couple of precocious Park Day 8th graders who, between the two of them, have 12 years of student experience at Park Day. We'll be talking with KK, Mayo McKnight, and Luna Carrillo about their student experience both before and during the COVID pandemic. We'll be talking about how their identity shows up in school, and life and recently in their own identity-based podcast project that they've been working on in their eighth grade equity and justice capstone class. We'll also be talking with them about their Take a Knee in Schools project, a campaign to help educate and inspire racial justice in Park Day and other local private school communities. As always, we'll be talking with Luna and KK about what guides them, what inspires them, and what fulfills them. Along the way, we hope to inspire you, too, to think about these same questions in your own life. Hello, KK. Hey, Luna. Hi. Hi. Thank you for taking the time to be our guest today. Let's start out by having each of you say your name and any parts of your identity you feel comfortable talking about. Um, hi, my name is KK, um, but my real name is Kekoa. Um, I am a Park Day student, and this is my ninth year at this school. Um, I am black, I'm an African American, and I love to play sports. Hi, my name is Luna. My pronouns are she and her. I'm 14, and I'm a Park Day student. This is my third year here, and um, I am a mixed Latina. My mom is white, and my dad is Guatemalan. Something I've been enjoying a lot lately, I guess, is hanging kind of, I don't know, just being in front of my house, like on my porch. I like sitting there. I don't know. I am breathe the fresh air, I guess. Nice. What about you, KK? Um, How are you spending your time during this pandemic? What are you doing new or different? Um, Well, I've been playing a lot of video games at one of my houses. But at the other house, I've been spending a lot of time with my siblings and playing in our backyard and just doing whatever. Nice. All right, you two. Every episode, we start out by giving our guests the same conversation starter. I'm going to get you started and each of you can respond however you'd like. If you really knew me, you'd know that. If you really knew me, you would know that... I really like to speak in front of people. If you really knew me, you'd know that I don't like performing public speeches. Nice. We got a a nice balance there. Between the two of you, I think we're going to have a well-rounded show. (laughs) Okay. So today is a a rare on-campus occasion for you two, which uh, is allowing us to actually record this interview in person. Um, Tell me, how has it been transitioning back to school after months of distance learning? Well, for me, it's been pretty... Um, relaxing and just sort of calming because it's like really chaotic in my house sometimes so just coming to like our really green school and just hanging out with friends and doing work it's just fun um well I think I think it's 
um, good to finally see kind of people that I haven't seen in a while. Um, and I also like getting out of my house, like kind of like KK said. And it's just, I guess it's nicer. Yeah, it's nicer than seeing everyone on the screen. I agree with you there. I want to give our listeners a chance to hear about how your identity impacts your experience at school. And I think some of our conversations in recent projects in the Equity and Justice Capstone class can really help put things into context. Can one of you summarize the eighth grade Equity and Justice Capstone class and what the class is about from your perspective? Capstone is just sort of a class that the whole eighth grade goes to and we talk about our identity and news that's recent and we just sort of talk about what we feel and think and stuff. Yeah, like what KK said, it's we're also working on podcasts about our identity and we also talk about that and projects. Nice, we're gonna get more into that in just a minute. But first, how relevant would you say the topics in Capstone are to you? Um, to me, the topics are very relevant because I'm a black man and we're just talking about the, all the shootings of black people in the streets and all the protests that are going on. And then another relevant thing is the election. Just me and my mom talk about that stuff a lot. And yeah. Um, I agree with KK, except learning as a person of color, learning your privileges is what I've been learning a lot this year since quarantine. And I think just to be educated that way, it makes me feel better about stuff because everyone has privileges, yeah. So this fall, we've been focusing a lot on identity. We won't stray too far from that topic in our class, but we will be closing out this current unit of study with a student-made podcast project. Can one of you please summarize what this project is all about? Um, the podcast project is about um, talking about ourselves and to people and I think we can have like the guests on the podcast like we are right now and well my podcast is about being mixed and stuff so yeah. What do you mean by mixed? I mean by my ethnicity and stuff like that and what it's like to be in a world like this one yeah being mixed basically. Um, yeah, Luna pretty much summed it up, but I guess I would add it is about finding yourself and your identity. Nice, and sharing it with the world, whoever listens. All right, um, I think it would be really helpful for our listeners if you gave them a sneak peek into your process of making your podcast. Can you share maybe the name and the purpose of your podcast? Um, and what steps did you take in order to make your podcast episode? Um, well, my the name of my podcast is Comfortable Conversations with KK, and um, there was a lot of steps. The first step was sort of figuring out what kind of podcast we were going to do, like an audio or a questionnaire if we wanted to do it with one person or multiple people, and then we had to make an outline script. So then while we were recording our podcast, we could look at our outline and see what we wrote down so we could say some of the stuff that we wrote down yeah my podcast is called what do you see when you see me and basically um i want to talk about like um colorism and um internalized racism and a lot of people like white and people of color judging someone by the 
their skin color and stuff because it happens all over like including um, myself like I think everyone kind of judges everyone in a um, different way but yeah that's what I basically talk about yeah that's right um, everyone judges people sometimes it's healthy to judge people it keeps you out of trouble but you got to check yourself and when are you judging people unfairly and harming people in the process all right um, so after talking about your podcast a little bit it only makes sense for us to listen to part of it Everyone, I'm here with KK today as guest host Joyce of Comfortable Conversations with KK. KK, can you introduce yourself, please? Uh, hi, my name is Kakoa, but I go by KK, and I'm a Black African American 14 year old teenager living in Oakland, California. What are parts of your Black identity that you feel like um, you are really proud of that, you know, if you're not Black, you may not know about? Well, I feel like um, I'm proud to know, like, what the difference is between, like, racism, discrimination, prejudice, and that kind of stuff, because it's just sort of, like, if I didn't know that, I think I would be sort of at a loss, but since I was taught that very young, uh, it helps me out a lot, and when I hear people calling another Black person racist, it's... I'm, I try to like tell them that they can't actually be racist. They can be discriminative or prejudiced, but sometimes they don't listen and uh, yeah. Say what? Wow, KK, what a cool and very candid bit of perspective you've dropped on us. Was this your first podcast? Um, yes, this is the first podcast that I've ever made. And what'd you learn through the process so far? I've learned how to use Soundtrap way better because that's what we recorded our podcast on. And I've learned that it is not as easy as it looks. And I've also learned it is much more well done if you're in a professional recording studio. All right, Luna, let's pause for a second and give a listen to your podcast as well. Hi, my name is Luna Carillo. I, um, this is my podcast and this is the first episode and you are listening to What Do You See When You See Me? I think something that was hard for me to realize quickly is that I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm different, but I'm not the same as other people who are just brown or just white. And it was really complicated to understand that. Then as you get older, you start learning more and then you start getting wiser and then you start realizing, oh wait, our family's different from others. Oh wait, like, they're not mixed or, oh wait, not everyone is brown slash white, you know? Maybe sometimes, um, I think even recently, I think I've been having a hard time struggling by just accepting that I'm also white because I think, um, I don't know, being judged so much of being brown, it like, it like, um, it reflects on me and it, and then I'm like, Wait, if everyone thinks I'm brown, then I should just say I'm brown because I'm tired of it. Like, but then it's like, why should I avoid saying that I'm white? What's so wrong about it? And I just, the most thing that I'm, I think I need to learn right now is to learn acceptance on myself. And yeah, I guess that's the most. And I just, 
I guess this podcast, I don't only want it to be about myself, but I also want to share these experiences because I know they relate to other people. Say what? All right, Luna, that was awesome. Um, Can you tell me how easy or difficult was it for you to decide on your project? It was um, difficult at first, I guess, because right now as a teenager, I think a lot of people can relate that you're kind of you're kind of like don't really know who you are or like identity is kind of hard right now so that was really hard at first and i thought that talking about my ethnicity is like really basic but then i realized that um it's not basic and that i do want to talk about it and i've learned like from this podcast like how to talk to a machine and being comfortable on doing that yeah yeah it's it's kind of strange and i'm still yeah. getting used to it myself especially by yourself yeah luna you're right too though identity can be really difficult to talk about and one thing i've noticed in our equity and justice classes some young people don't think about identity much which makes it difficult then to talk about but how do we impact inequity and injustice in this world if we're not aware of how our identity is the source of our power and privilege and our ability to make change so i'm glad we agree on that and we have this time together Say what? Okay, so I'm seeing a clear connection between the topics you're covering in your podcast and the Take a Knee in Schools project. Can you share with our listeners what the Take a Knee in Schools project is? Um, so the Take a Knee in Schools project um, was founded by me at the end of the year of seventh grade. And it was actually my seventh grade choice project. Um, and one of the options was you could create an organization or a social justice group. So I decided to um, create Take a Knee in Schools. And um, it's like, it's about teaching privileged kids, which most people at this, anyone at this school is probably privileged at Park Day because it's a private school and that costs money. So it's about teaching privileged kids um, the difference between racism and discrimination and prejudice and yeah so yeah i just created it because i felt like there's a lot of people that don't know what the difference is and they'll miss assume that someone like me who's black is being racist when racism was created to oppress black people you're not doing this alone you also have some some friends in the mix um well i actually just joined this year we were on a trip a family trip in Joshua Trees and we were in the car and he just started talking about a passion project and I was like I'm just learning Portuguese and I kind of it's kind of basic and then he talked about his project and I kind of just really wanted to join and with him because I, I agree completely on what he said and I think we have like everything he believes in I believe in so it was a good match I guess yeah nice well like they say if you want to go somewhere fast go alone but if you want to go far go with your people so i'm glad that you two have each other and and uh whoever else is in the mix um in fact um are there any other students that you want to shout out not yet but hopefully there will be all right you hear that people um maybe you're the next participant in the take a knee in schools project um so last year you started it and you're continuing this year is it part of your passion project that you're working on or yes um in eighth grade we have for since it's zoom school we can't do electives so they subbed it out for passion projects so you just choose something you want to do or pursue and you do it for like 
the end of the day on Wednesday for like an hour and a half. Um, yeah, and so I just continued doing it during my passion project time and out of school. Nice. And how would you say you would measure your success for this project? Um, I don't think like we have like really gone up that far because I haven't really been spreading the word about it and it hasn't like gone into launch mode to we're not totally like settled and ready to start the organization up we're still in the planning process so I mean like maybe like we went up two tick marks nice well I'm glad that we can use this platform to help spread um, your project and the message um, can you tell us a little about what you hope the timeline um, of this project will be like is this something that's gonna stop in eighth grade are you hoping to continue this through high school I'm hoping to continue this through high school and uh, years past because I feel like just my school our school isn't enough so yeah I'm gonna try to continue as long as possible two more questions on this has anyone been supporting you along the way that you want to give a shout out uh, yeah, I want to give out a shout out to my mom, Tanya, and my mom, Kareem, because uh, they've been really big support. And also, um, Jen, the seventh grade humanities teacher, she really helped me, and she shared it out with uh, the other teachers in the school. Nice, which is how I found out about it. This sounds like really such an important project and, and learning opportunity for yourself and everyone involved. I really appreciate how this project has allowed you to translate your own experiences into learning and teaching objectives for the whole community. When did you start thinking about or talking about the topic of race and identity in your life? I started thinking about a young age, but that's because I'm not white. That's because I'm a person of color and it started hap like like judging started happening to me at a young age, especially being around my dad and him having an accent, him being coming all the way here to from Guatemala and immigrating. It's so I didn't really have a choice. I had to learn quickly because I started questioning because I noticed it, you know, as a little kid, a lot of people think that you don't notice things, but you do. And I think as a white kid, if you're like a, you know, a white family, I think if you should just start talking to your kids about, I think, slowly, but just, you know, you always want to have you want to be a white ally. As young as I can remember, I've been talking with my parents and activist members and just been talking with them and about racial justice and all that kind of stuff. And I think this is like to the parents, you guys need to educate your kids as soon as they can have a conversation with you, especially if they're white, because if you don't educate them soon enough, it will start impacting other students and how they learn and it affects them. Adding on to KK that my mom, she didn't have the chance to have parents ever talk to her about that because they never had that chance. And I think if you just keep leading on and not giving your kid a chance and everything, it just really affects not them, but especially people of color. Because my mom did, a, um, did stuff, you know, when she was younger and she didn't realize it until she came here to SF and then saw a whole different community, which she felt more welcomed. Say what? Okay, you two, um, not only do we talk about identity and justice on this podcast, but we're also very interested in learning about what music our guests are listening to. I'd love for each of you to share a song that's important to you um, because it inspires you or fulfills you in some way. 
Uh, I don't listen to that much music, um, but one of my favorite songs is gonna have to be Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. Um, I just really like how the song sounds and the music video is really good too and it goes along very well. And I just think it's just, it's just a good song. KK, are you a smooth criminal? Um, well, I'm not a criminal, but I'm pretty smooth. <laughs> I like that, yes. Um, what about you, Luna? Well, I'm completely opposite from KK, and I listen to a lot, a lot of stuff, especially this year in the pandemic. You can, I don't know, you learn a lot of new artists. And, well, I would say right now, it's not, doesn't have like, I don't know. I like the lyrics, I like the meaning to it and everything, but um, the most is the rhythm and the guy, how he sings, I love it. So I would say, Like I Want You by Givon. And um, I don't, it's very, the vibe to it, I don't know. It's just, it's really relaxing. I really like the song. Nice. So if you want to get a full taste of that vibe, be sure to check out Luna and KK's People Power playlist. Say what? As we close out today's show, do you have any last words or a message for our listeners? Um, well, my mom always used to tell me um, that black is beautiful and the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Um, I, I guess I will say is that I don't know, maybe if you're like a parent listening to this, maybe start talking to your kid about about the world, you know, because I think it's always time goes by really quickly and it's it's never too late. Wow, Luna, what a powerful message. And you heard that, parents, directly from the source. These young people want you to be real with them. All right, friends, once again, this is your host, Arjuna Saeed, wrapping up today's episode of Effie Numi Monday with two inspiring and passionate Park Day 8th graders, Luna Carrillo and Kakoa Mayo McKnight. If you're inspired by these two amazing young changemakers like I am, be sure to spread the word about the Take the Knee in Schools project and by sharing this episode with your friends and community so they too can learn about what guides, inspires, and fulfills KK and Luna in their last year as a Park Day student. Once again, this has been F.U. Knew Me Monday. Thank you for dialing in, and we'll catch you next time around. As you might imagine, KK and Luna aren't the only students who are excited to be back on campus and reconnecting with their friends. Here's what some other Park Day students have to say. Hi, my name is Ren from fourth, from Sarah's fourth grade class, and one thing that I really missed um, over Zoom was my friends and talking to them, and now that we're back, it feels really great that we get to hang out and everything like that. My name is Noam, and I'm in Sarah's fourth grade class, and if you really knew me, you would know that this is my third school in four years. Hi, my name is Zoe, and if you really knew me, you would know that I love to read. Hi, my name is Logan, and I'm in Sarah's fourth grade class. If you really knew me, you would know that I'm allergic to tree nuts. Hi, my name is Stella, and I'm in Sarah's fourth grade class. If you really knew me, you would know that I love writing. Hi, my name is Zoe. I'm in Sarah's fourth grade class. If you really knew me, you would know that I moved to Oakland when I was two years old. Hi, I'm Lucian. I'm in Sarah's fourth grade class. If you really knew me, you would know that I have three cats and one dog. Hi, my name is Elliot. I'm in Paul's fourth grade class. And if you really knew me, you would know that my nickname for my chihuahua is a potato with toothpick legs.